Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. We've got Hunter Downing, the head brewer at Pinehurst Brewing Company, and Laura Bailey, operations manager. So thanks so much for uh, for joining the show. And more importantly, uh, thanks so much for a couple of months ago, letting us come in, drink some booze, and, uh, and have a good time at Pinehurst. Man, awesome place there. Absolutely. We had a blast. We did have a blast. Got to drink some really good beers. Uh, just in the theme of the show, maybe I'll be sipping on a little Woodford Reserve today. So uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about what's going on at Pinehurst Brewing. Get to know Hunter and, and Laura a little better. And uh, I think at the end we're going to talk about the um, Pinehurst Reserve and uh, the barrel picks that you uh, that y'all are doing there. So uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. We we appreciate it. And Hunter, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you if you don't mind, man. What's uh, how, how does a uh, aspiring classical guitarist turn into uh, turn into the head brewer at Pinehurst, man? So, uh, music kind of fell away after I kind of realized I didn't want to pursue the teaching aspect of you really go to get a a four year degree for music. If you wanted to pursue teaching or, and that kind of just wasn't really my speed. I just kind of like performing. Um, but I started homebrewing when I was, when I just turned 21, my father-in-law, he was the the head brewer at one of our local breweries. He kind of got me into it, gave him, he gave me his old setup and I fell in love with it. I'd already been working at Piners Resort for, what at that point would have been four years. So I kind of had the mental mindset that I wanted to pursue brewing as a career. And I found when that planners was opening up their own brewery. So I kind of just bugged every person that would listen to me until they uh, gave me the keg washing gig, you know? Oh, Jay Leno did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. It's it's been a crazy, crazy seminar for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what's uh, what's happening right now? I guess we are. So we're still in the winter months, but you're kind of transitioning. I guess we're going you're already working on spring beers, I would imagine. Uh, is, and it's what, what's the schedule look like for uh, a head brewer and kind of how you're you know working on themes for the year? I mean, obviously, uh, the, the colder months, you're going to probably lean towards the heavier, darker kind of stout stuff. And when you get right. to the summer, we're kind of going a little crisper IPAs, maybe uh, kind of some some pounders right from a lager perspective but but what's the what's the planning realm of that look like from from a head brewer and and specifically at a resort right where it's uh somewhat of a unique scenario right outside of a a what i I, i'll call even though it's a traditional craft brewery right i mean it's a little bit different in the setup that you got going on it's well i think we're definitely unique in that aspect of uh we still have tons of locals that really drive this place but we uh our community we really don't get a lot of the requests for these big dark heavy stouts at this time of year so i keep something on for color you know we've done a couple stouts i've done some porters i got a brown ale on tap right now so something with some of those dark roasty characters for the winter time but we're we're in the transition now of kind of our lighter beer so we've got our very first belgian wit that i just put in the tank a couple weeks back um so we we really don't have a period from like slow season which we're kind of now into our busy it's kind of just all in one time gets hit so we're uh we're, we're brewing kind of getting ready to for that you know definitely don't want to get caught with uh with no beers on tap when the uh when the weather starts to feel nice yeah yeah and and how many do you keep on tap is it a a, a revolving number or you stay with something kind of current We've, we have the ability to have 10 beers on tap, but when it gets busy, you know, I try to have at least at bare minimum eight on, um, you know, we start getting busy and we got a small facility. So it's really busy months come. It's fill the perimeter, keg, clean, repeat. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a repeating cycle until we hit this winter months again. Yeah, we definitely had an awesome tour, uh, you know, kind of going through back there. So it's, uh, you know, small, but, uh, you know, definitely manageable. And, and with the things that's going on, really, really cool. So what are you guys drinking, by the way? Uh, this is our cashmere kickflip. It's a West Coast IPA I put on yesterday. Um, as you can tell, it is crystal clear, and I am absolutely in love with it. Uh, we did a Eldorado for the bittering, did some cashmere and cascade for the dry hop, and she turned out just crisp and clean. Nice. Laura, same, same for you. Um, what am I drinking? Am I drinking the... That's the beer you saw, and it's the uh, dry hop tart. It's, oh, it's the new Belgian tart. 
So okay. nice. really nice. good. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, when I was there, I believe I, I, I had a few. Uh, I think I was drinking. Uh, the one I really liked was a porter. It kind of came up with some of the coconut chocolatey. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the stout that we had done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, so where do people find, uh, your beers at, uh, is it North Carolina only at the moment? We're pretty much primarily only in at the brewery and at the front door. I mean, as far as can goes, everything that we do, we're small enough just to where we can support the locals. And that's, that's pretty much about it. Long, long-term goal to be to have a production facility so we could go, you know, maybe as far as statewide, you know, long-term goal, but right now it's, it's all in-house. It's all fresh. Okay. Gotcha. And so, so a little bit about the property, if, if you will. So a really cool building, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was the, uh, it was the power source, right. For the Pinehurst community originally. Yeah. It was the steam plant building that used to power the entire village of Pinehurst. Okay. Yeah. 1800s or so, I think it dates back to, right. Yeah. Really, uh, really cool. And so, so where'd the idea, I mean, obviously, right. It's, uh, I mean, everybody that knows Pinehurst, the first thing you think of is golf. Uh, the second thing, well, I usually think of beer and then it's golf, right. I mean, one kind of go hand in hand, but, but give me, give me the, give me the professional answer, if you will. Uh, you know, I mean, what, what kind of led, uh, Pinehurst resort, right. The community into let's, you know, we need a brewery. Um, well, I think, you know, Pinehurst is full of tradition and certainly, you know, we older traditions and we, we truly put our heart, heart and soul into that and just trying to keep up with the community. We have a couple great breweries locally um, and just really keeping up with the new demographic, the new golfer demographic, which is younger, more hip. Um, so to keep them coming back to Pinehurst, they're um, the brewery is a perfect spot for them versus a formal dining restaurant or, you know, a hotel bar lounge. This is someplace they can come, relax, have fun, and just feel comfortable. Yeah, I think uh, I think we definitely checked all those boxes while we were there, Dan. Well, I do. I mean, we had Ben on, right, Cal? We had Ben on before we went down there, and he was telling us about the brewery and and the Woodford Reserve yeah. and everything. We we just got really excited, and then Cal said, "Look, they're in the power building, and Hunter is powering all of this golf with this beer." One hundred percent true. True. Still. <laughs> Yeah, can't can't get a, can't get away from it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the beer for a second. So is there a so obviously you know there's uh, variety is always a good thing, uh, but but when it comes to hunter, like is there is there is there a specialty that there's something that you really like to make and it's that, that you're kind of getting amped up for as far as a style or there's certain ingredients that you really like to use. I mean, you got to make something for everybody, right? I mean, and, right. and you can't make everybody happy. But what's what's hunters go to? I mean, what what's your staple? I think the, the beers that I like to make the most, the beers that I like to drink the most, and I really think the best beers that I make are some of our amber ales. Um, I've always loved making them. Uh, there's something about a crisp, clean, bitter forward amber that just, it's just what I love. To, it, anywhere I go, it's the first beer I try if, if it's on tap. I think uh, it's it's just complex enough to, to kind of judge a brewery by its roots. And uh, they're really just first off for the whole year. I mean, it's it's the in between. You're you're dark and you're light. You're bitter, and they're just my favorite. I think they're some of the best beers that I've made personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but and that's that's, that's, my, that's my go to. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then and then what uh, what's what's a challenge for you when it when it comes to you know what style gives you kind of the uh, it's obviously going to come out good. You're not going to release any product that's, you know, that, that's, right. uh, that's, that you're not going to want another one, but, uh, but what is it like, you know, what, what kind of is the, the hangover for you? Stouts. It's either going to be your, your stouts or the, the big, I, uh, your fruited sours. Um, stouts are, they're just, you have to have so much grain that goes into these big beers. Um, and then the, your, your equipment just doesn't really like it. And doesn't like me at all. <laughs> uh, you, you just, those specialty grains, they get stuck. They call stuck mashes. And I mean, it's very, it's very easy for you to have to dump an entire batch due to a stuck mash or something. So it's always kind of the lingering in the back of my head throughout the brew day. But I'd say stouts, big fruit IPAs are the, the vein of my existence, but they're also some of my favorite beers to drink too. So it's a little bit of a love hate relationship, I guess. 
Yeah, sure, sure. What, um, and, and I know North Carolina is a regulated state when it comes to spirits. Uh, is there an ABV that you can't hit from uh, somewhere? Is there, a, is there a sweet spot for you guys where you like to stay from, from a beer perspective? I like to stay below eight unless it's going to be a double IPA or a stout. I mean, those are kind of the only exceptions. Uh, minus maybe a couple of Belgian beers. But in the state of North Carolina, you can't make a beer that's over 15%, okay. which is absolutely incredibly hard to do in the first place. So uh, spirit-wise, I'm not really sure. That's not my realm of expertise, but 15% for beer. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And what's uh, what do we have to look? So what's so since you've you've been at the helm, right at, at Pinehurst uh, Brewing Company, what's the what's kind of your what's the flagship, right? What what's Hunter brought, or what you create, what you make that you're like, hey, this is uh, this is a staple for us. This is something that you know we're, we're just going to hold on to it and not let it go. Oh, that's a good one. I think uh, so. We had a barbecue festival in town that I made a a lime wheat beer and i probably i had multiple dozens of people saying this needs to go in cans this needs to stay forever don't change it put it in cans put on the golf courses so i think that's the one beer that i brewed this year that i think will be would be the one beer i would like to see in cans coming up soon besides uh pivot 1895 that are flagships gotcha and so so you mentioned the name so that you obviously there's do you ever have a name for the beer before you have the beer or do you always have the beer and then you have a name? I'm going to be honest with you and everyone's laughing now. Naming beer is the hardest part of this job. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got, I've got group chats in my phone that I send the description for the beer and I just let just throw names at the wall. Nice. I mean, it is still, I mean, and it's kind of funny though, because you know, you taste this beer and it's on draft and you know, I'm trying it and I'm like, man, this beer is so good. It's gotta have a good name. You know, like it's just got to have something that sticks to it. So I think that's kind of the hardest part. <laughs> Definitely the hardest part. I mean, the beers. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like, man, I could come up with a lot of names. I don't know if I could ever come up with the uh, with the liquid. So hey, I'll, I'll add you to the group chat, man. <laughs> oh, he would love that. Yeah, Dan said, uh, yeah, there'll be two actions there. It'll be add and then whoops, delete. Uh, wrong, wrong guy. Let me let me get, let me get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man uh so what's uh what's the coolest name that you've had so far like what's uh what what, what kind of rings the bell and it's like man that's a good one we, we nailed that one it's a tough one so this beer we're drinking now is called cashmere kickflip and that's uh it's a west coast so i think that's what well, we did it yesterday I, that really like that name is probably one of my favorites in the past six months okay because I mean, I think West Coast, I think skateboarding, longboard and surfing, kind of the so West Coast, Cashmere Kickflip. I think that was a really good name. Three Hops um, Behind was another West Coast we did. So Three Hops Behind, Timeline, West Coast. Nice. I sure. thought that was really good. I can't take credit for that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I already know I don't need to be added to the uh, to the group text. I'm, I'm not anywhere near that creative. So right. I'm not on the group text. I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, hey we got two more entrants so uh, or two more participants i should say so maybe uh i don't know maybe there's something coming out of this maybe two heads will you know we'll uh, we'll come up with something together who knows and you i don't think you guys got to meet last time uh but this is actually my assistant brewer he's uh he's here with us too hey. uh, this is yeah we no, no, we, we met for sure. I think he came in. Oh, you, you guys uh, yeah. We met. Okay. yeah, we, we might've been uh, a few beverages in by that point. So, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming so, <laughs> but I, I mean, no, no, I, I remember it clearly because I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, you've got a guy that works here at a, at a I'm going to call it a bar just for conversation sake. And his name is Dalton. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, man. I mean, any, any time, any, any time you can legitimately bring up a roadhouse reference, I mean, it's it's money, man. <laughs> well, you probably saw someone and go, "Oh my God, Brad Pitt's here at Pine." <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see him put his hair up for us today, so that was nice. <laughs> oh, like Sam Elliott, the man at the end of the movie. Yeah, there you go. It, exactly. Let it be, you know? yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So I'm going to bounce over to. No, we'll up. be back. Okay, what's oh, yeah, go ahead. So, so Hunter, so. People coming into town for a golf trip, right? And they're going to have beverages on the course. Walk us through what you think an ideal day would be. 
Oh, as far as beer goes? Or... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, so we've only got two of our beers on golf course. Are you? Do you mean you can bring just? It's it's, it's Greenfield. You can bring your own, but but it's going to be your beer. What the, like walk oh, us through? Okay. Yeah. So we've got a peach pie sour on right now that we've been doing beer moses with. So it's it's a fifty fifty split of the good pit, which is our peach pie sour, and top with champagne. Mm-hmm. So you definitely have going to have to start off with a beer mosa on the tee box. <laughs> Take your mulligan. You know what I mean. Um, from the good pit of the good the mimosa, I'm doing 1895. Mm-hmm. Gonna kind of start light a little bit, golden age to round out after you're uh, kind of getting close to the turn. Not sure how uh, fast most people are drinking their beers on the golf course like myself, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm hitting 1895. Or uh, I'm sorry, pivot mm-hmm. at the halfway house. Kind of start going there, get a little heavier, a little hoppier. and then I'm gonna end with an amber and a stout, approaching the end, something to kind of have that palate uh, change, I would say. Okay. And then if, uh, if you're going to do a cleanser afterwards over at the cradle, what are you, what are you going to, what are you going to have? Ooh, cleanser at the cradle. Mm. Ooh, your new cashmere. I'd go West Coast. I go cashmere. Uh, cashmere. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with this beer. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Laura, don't give away all the ideas. The question is coming to you next. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Uh, One more question for you. Um, it's right around the corner. So, I mean, like it's January or February 2022 now. We got a big event coming in 2024. Have we already started thinking about what that palette, what that lineup is going to look like as, as that approaches? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be sleeping here a lot. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what's going to be happening. Um, yeah, we've got some things in the works, but it's really just going to be getting after it. It's going to be a lot of just emptying, kegging, cleaning, refilling, and kind of sticking to our roots here. Okay. We've got, uh, we've got two projects coming up as far as uh, barrels go, but we've got some Woodford Reserve barrels, and Dewar's is actually sending us barrels Ooh. as well. Really? So hopefully we'll have some of those things lingering around that time frame as well. That's going to be awesome. Now, now you okay? Chat, we got to get there. We got to get there fast. You know it, it, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so talk us through that kind of that barrel aging process with a beer, right? Because typically you're going from uh, you're going from stainless straight into the keg, right? Right. Ish. Uh, and so when when we're going barrel aged, what's the is it? Well, first off, have you guys done any barrel aged beers? Yes, we have. So I'm, I'm very green when it comes to filling barrels. Um, we just don't really have the space to do, you know, a, a large production of them. Um, but I did do a, a Belgian quad that was rum barrel aged, uh, doers, oh, nice. or I'm sorry, not doers, uh, Gosling sent us some rum barrels from Bermuda. Ooh. So that was kind of my first, uh, first stab at it. And it turned out beautiful. Um, I was very, very excited with the end product because it was the first time I'd ever even touched a barrel. Um, right. Process is way different though. It's a lot more, well, it's, it's kind of like, instead of filling your kegs, you're going to put them in wood barrels. There's a lot of extra precautions sanitary wise you have to take, but, uh, after you take those precautions, it's really just a waiting game. Yeah. What, what's the, I mean, is there like a set time that you need to age it for and, or, uh, a period of time that you don't want it to go after? Um, so I took a sample, uh, two months and it was all of that beer I need. I think it, it also varies barrel to barrel. I mean, it depends on how long they're fresh or they've been sitting for a while. I think every barrel is kind of unique in its own aspect. So, um, I'll, I'll probably be taking samples every two, three months just to make sure that, you know, there's no off flavors or, you know, not wasting your time if something's gone bad, but, uh, barrels are finicky You know, every, you know, you can do everything in your power to prevent infection or what may have it, but they have a mind of their own. Mm. Yeah, kind of like Dalton. He said, "Yeah, you're going to take samples every two to three months. He's going to do it every two to three days." Quality <laughs> control, man. So, Hunter, you're a golfer, right? Uh, not a good one. Okay. So, give us give us your like top three courses you like to play there. Ooh. I'm going number. Eight. I'm trying to think like three to one. I'm going eight. Mm. I just played seven not too long ago. Seven was a bear. I definitely like seven a lot. And then I'm going, I'm, I'm all speaking of what I've played personally. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't played two or four yet. Okay. 
Okay. I'm definitely not good at to be out there and hacking up the golf courses. <laughs> oh, Dan isn't a, Dan isn't either, I'm but he was either. out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't work here. It's a little different for me, you know. You go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably go. I'm gonna go course three. I like three a lot. Okay. okay. Three kind of fits my play style a little easier. But, nice, nice. We definitely want to hit yeah, eight next time. We didn't hit we didn't hit eight this last time. I've heard really good things about eight. Yep. Yeah, I definitely recommend eight a lot. It's it's a war of its own out there. Yeah. Yeah, and and if we're let's uh, so we're we're there for a few days and and we've you know we've been been maybe a couple of times and we played the Pinehurst courses and we're thinking you know we want to venture off property we want to go you know just to try something different um, so and and you said it yourself a lot of good breweries in the area right mm-hmm. where, where where are you a head brewer at a at a you know making fantastic beer uh, great golf you know at a resort with great golf courses where are you sending me if I'm gonna go one round and grab a beer off off property where are you send me mm. look at this hold on so don't answer like why would you ever leave <laughs> <laughs> why would you leave hey Cal, we've never had a stupid question on this show until now until now <laughs> i gotta i gotta bring something about you so i've got this is kind of like what i what i tell everyone who comes here for the first time i'm going southern pines has a tap location in downtown southern pines have a couple of beers there, go to Belltree, get the fried pickles, and then go to Leadmine for dinner, get the Nashville hot chicken bow buns, do the loom. It's that's that is my like perfect Friday night if I'm if I'm coming in from out of town. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if we're allowed back at the Belltree at Dan May and Flip. Not necessarily a good not a good one. Dan, it could have been good. Dan's just lucky he edits the show, so this will not see air. I got a lot of picklebacks and PBRs uh, in a in a time, so that's nice. impressive. I remember our conversation clear. Well, kind of clearly. Uh, yeah, you PBRs, and uh, you know, I'm like, I'm a chorus guy. You know, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, So we'll be back in a second. We're not really going anywhere, but uh, so hold on, Laura. Why, why it's fresh on your mind? Uh, what's what? Where are you? What are you? Where are you sending us? What courses? What are we drinking? Oh, um, let's see. Well, I'm not really much of a golfer. I'm a good golf cart driver. I open good beers, so I'm a good support system. Uh, <laughs> but of course, you're, when you're at Pioneers, you've got to do number two. You've got to do mm-hmm. number four. Yep. I mean, that's you have to do it. Um, for dinner, um, really any of the restaurants downtown Southern Pines, if you're looking to go off property, um let's see and in the village we just acquired a new hotel um the magnolia inn within the village and it has a great italian restaurant the bellagio so great outdoor dining um beautiful definitely got to check out that spot while you're here as well that uh place we went to the north south that place was awesome inside yeah oh yeah so you go to the bellagio you go to the north south for a cocktail and then you come down the hill to the brewery and finish the night with the beer boom awesome yeah that, that that's uh that's pretty awesome so let's uh let's talk a little bit about uh, the pinehurst reserve so the barrel program that you're doing with woodford i'm assuming you're going to be using a pinehurst reserve barrel for the barrel aged spear right yes yeah so yep. so when when did uh when did that start um by the way the north south bourbon bar fantastic uh, great selection by the way i had a couple of a uh, couple of uh, bourbons that i hadn't had before um so what was kind of the i mean we know what the well we don't know what the premise was behind it i mean where did you kind of what was the idea and hey we uh let's, let's get our let's get our own bottle ah drinking the number two. Oh, nice nice um, don't ask yeah. me how I got that. <laughs> I don't know how he got that. I don't know how he got that. <laughs> no questions asked. Um, so in 2019, I was approached by some representatives from Brown Foreman, who represent the Woodford brand, um, to do a private selection for Pinehurst Resort. Um, so me and a colleague of mine went to uh, Woodford Reserve, the distillery in Kentucky. Um, and we tasted through several barrels um, with the head distiller. Um, and in 2020, we, we selected one barrel um, and that was, it was a one and done. Um, 
it was a specific recipe that we chose that couldn't be replicated. Um, so when looking back at 2020, it was a great program. Um, we wanted to do it again in 2021, but we wanted to expand it. So instead of doing that specific recipe, we decided to go with flavor profiles. Um, so each barrel has a different flavor profile, right? But they can be, or a different flavor, but they're within the same profile. Yep. Um, so we were able to replicate barrel after barrel. Um, so that's when we came out with Pinehurst Reserve 20 or yeah, 2021 number one after golf course number one. Um, and then we expanded to number two and number three um, in 2021. So um, Pinehurst um, in 2021, we did nine barrels with Woodford nice. Reserve. Nice. Um, and in 2022, we're slated to do 13. So we'll continue on with the golf course theme and we'll do number four, number five, and number six in 2022. Um, but on top of that, really exciting news. Um, we've got a specific one and done barrel for that we named the Cradle Crossing and it will only be on the Cradle Crossing bar. Um, that's Gosh. the only place that you can find that. Um, and all the other, all the other um, number one, number two, number three, four, five, and six, you can find in our local liquor stores. Hmm. Okay. Just right. in yeah. the Pinehurst area? Just in the Pinehurst area. So there's okay. four stores in our area and um, they go on the shelf and they go right off the shelf. So you got to be, you kind of have to be in the know um, and keep an eye on it because it comes in, it goes out quickly. I mean, why do you think we're here? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun project. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're trying to get there. Yeah, really cool. That that the the whole barrel process is, uh, or the picking process, right, and kind of where you're going and and what you're uh, what you're uh, developing, right? That's kind of mm -hmm. going to be there, and it's going to be your staple and, and your flagship. Uh, now, have you invited Hunter along yet? Is he uh, is he lending any of his um, uh, tasting expertise into any of this yet? Um, not yet. Well, we haven't been able to go back to the distillery because uh, I guess everything's been shut down. Yeah. yeah so, um, all of my samples are shipped in to me. Yeah. Um, and I haven't brought him a part of it yet. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're getting there. <laughs> Hunter, that was like a soft nudge, man. So you know, th th thank me later. Thank me later. <laughs> there could be way worse games. I'm not, I'm not bitter about everything. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you may not want to answer those. You, you may redirect oh, me on this one. Go. You may, you may, oh, redirect me. Yeah. No, no, but, uh, you know, but I, I mean, you know, so, uh, I mean, as somebody that likes to drink, right. And, and likes to drink different things. And I'm just thinking, right. I mean, and think about, you know, what's on tap, right. I mean, you've got different styles, uh, you've got different, uh, you know, alcohol, ABVs, you know, there's kind of different things going on. Is, is there direction in, in kind of getting going with supplementing the Pinehurst reserve and, uh, what's going to be the second Pinehurst reserve, or is that still, uh, still in the works? So, yeah, it's still in the works. Um, we have a lot of opportunities with other different spirits. Um, right now, my focus is the Woodford project. Mm -hmm, sure. Um, I want to see that kind of go through to 2023 because this year in 22, we'll, we'll accomplish number four, number five, and number six. Um, and then in 2023, we hope to do seven, eight, nine, which will accomplish all of our golf courses. Um, just in time for the U.S. Open. Well, I was about to say, you're, I mean, that's a whole nother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, so, that, that, that's a bottle on its own, right? I mean, you're, absolutely. You'll... Yeah. So, you know, perhaps we'll look into something like that. But um, like I said, Hunter's got four bourbon barrels. So there's a lot, a lot of fun things that we can do with this program, especially for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. So if I'm swinging by, uh, I'm going to bounce back to the brewery real quick. So if I'm coming by, are you feeling growlers there? Is that allowed? Can you, we do, uh, we do crowlers. Crowlers, um, okay. Cans, but we, we don't have the, uh, the way to properly clean and sanitize growlers. <laughs> I guess. Um, so crowlers only at the time being currently, I would love to do growlers, but they're just a little more tricky, I guess. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> I've had a lot of a lot of dirty, sinky growlers in my house for a long time. If you don't have the, the equipment to actually clean them properly, 
it's not gonna not gonna be the best way for my beer to to get shipped out of this establishment, you know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't turn out very well at the uh, end of the evening. Yeah, I, I, I've uh, I've experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's for sure. Uh, so what's what's happening? What's new? Uh, what what's new? What's what's coming up? Uh, what do we have to look forward to in uh, in the new year? God, really, just just a lot of experimenting with new with new yeast, with new hops, with new fruits. Uh, that's really my main focus this last year is being, you know, the the first year of me being head brewer was man, like my old mentor, he had used all the stuff, but you know, he knew what he liked and what he didn't like. So I'm kind of paving my own path now of, okay, I've tried this. I know I like it or I know I don't. So this next year, I hope to really just kind of broaden that, you know, <clears throat> you know, certain fruits work with certain hops and yeast character. And that's really what I want to build this year is kind of, take notes from what I learned last year and apply it to bettering Piner's Brewery this year. Yeah. Nice. Gotcha. Um, and then, so you said there's two beers that, uh, that we're drinking on course that, that are canned that you can get, right? Uh, 1895 lager and pivot hazy IPA. Gotcha. So the, the hazy IPA thing, it's um it is i mean i guess they've been around for some time but i mean it's kind of the would you yeah go ahead sir for too long but yeah for a while yeah, yeah so do you, i mean it's like so the ipa is here to stay right i mean the ipa is not going anywhere the, the hazy yeah. I, it, yeah i mean the hazy ipa is what, what do you think the shelf life is going to be for that that uh for that particular style of beer Ooh, we're talking about a six pack in your fridge or a no, six pack? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about like, mean? I mean, it's uh, what's the longevity of the hazy IPA style? Is it, are people going to get to the point? Is it going to have the lifespan that the IPA still and is going to continue to have? Or do you think the, I, the, the hazy is going to kind of, you see it fading out down the road? Um, I see it being a thing. I see it going down in, in history is same as a stout or, you know, any of your okay. Belgian beers that have been around for, you know, a thousand years. Right. Um, I don't see it going anywhere. I, I think I do see us going kind of back to where I'm at, which is our, with your crystal clear, bitter IPAs. I think that everyone's just got some kind of double, triple dry hops. Hey, and I think they, we're just getting to the point now that we're kind of like going back to the basics. Yeah. But I think for the style, hazy IPAs, will, I think they'll go down in, in the history books for sure. Yeah. And I guess my point, for a point of reference, I'm thinking like, you know, I mean, if you look at the history of beer, right. I mean, the first thing that was kind of running was a sour and it, and it wasn't necessarily because of, they wanted a sour. It's just the way that, uh, and I'm no chemist, but it's, it's just the way mother nature allowed with, you know, what you had and, and how you could actually make it. Right. And it's like, right. They, I don't even know if they wanted it to be sour. It's just the way that you, uh, you preserved and you had alcohol and you could still drink it. Right. The fermentation process. Right. Yeah. I mean, beer for as, as long as we can remember has been the healthy alternative to, you know, to drinking water. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They didn't, they didn't exactly have caustic and parasitic acid back in the, uh, the 1500s. So Right. You know, so all beer to a certain degree was sour, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and just, you know, just thinking about like, you know, where in sours for a minute, like there were still sours out there, but nothing like what you see today where you can roll up to a brewery and you like you all were, Nope. We just have sours. That's all we have. Now we've got yeah. levels of sours, but you know, it's like, Nope, we're a sour brewery and that's who we are. And I'm just wondering if that's the, so you, you think that the, the hazy IPA is kind of going to ride that. Oh, see, that's kind of a hard question. I definitely think that it will. I think that it'll kind of evolve here and there. I think we'll go back to kind of your traditional, lightly, your hazy IPA in the sense of not something crazy. Right. You know, you think of, you know, uh, what's a good, what's a good, uh, you ever had dogfish 60 yeah, minutes? Sure. I think hazy, I think hazy IPAs will be the equivalent of that. Um, kind of your base route. That was kind of where, you know, dogfish had kind of capitalized on that and, uh, I think of like uh, Russian River, Heady Topper, kind of those. I think the hazy IPA will will be that later on down the road. 
Yeah, and I can't remember there. I mean, they more than one, but you, we talked a lot about Russian River while we were there, and that's you know, I mean, that, that's you know, just some folks that are doing you know, then and, and have continued to do and really push, uh, kind of push the envelope, and which I see you know that's uh, you know with there and, and tasting, you guys are kind of following suit, right? I mean, you're kind of right. going and hey, what you know, what 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 can we let's try something new, and you know, what's the what's the next new beer that I'm really going to enjoy? Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Is, it's, is, uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, is Dalton still over there? He is. What's uh well, well Dalton, we gotta we gotta know, man. What's uh what's your favorite? What beer of choice? Um I'm probably going American Amber. Okay. Uh I don't know. I just like the the little bit of the more multi multi sweet beer. Nice. This is not Brad Pitt, by the way. He works for me. <laughs> Wow. Did, didn't cost extra, by the way. That's a free uh, free cameo. Free. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Um, what are you freaking out? I see you. Uh, what's uh, what's in the glass? Is the it's the Woodford number two? Well, I don't have much of that left. I'm I'm substituting with another Woodford. So uh, okay. got, got to hold on to uh, to what I've got left in this one until I get back up there and figure out how to uh, how to procure another I'm bottle. Only so. going to be impressed. If Cal this time next year has us all on the same show again, and he's got the Cradle Woodford bottle, I will be very impressed. <laughs> and I don't I put it past him. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. As of yet, I do not have any. Uh, don't have a lead source. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where we get to. Hey, Laura, where is the best place um, in town? your properties or others to where's, where's the best mixologist at in town? Mm. That's a good one. I will say that the North South over at the manor. Mm -hmm. um, so our lead bartender just went to Kentucky in January and she was just certified a bourbon steward. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, um, she does a great job and she loves being creative and mixing cocktails and doing it old school, um, kind of like romancing the cocktail situation versus, you know, today's cocktails. Um, so definitely have to make a stop there. And then also the lead mine is oh. also a great spot for just a great cocktail, a great atmosphere, um, kind of, again, going back to the old school feel. Okay. And then a follow-up to that is, I think we talked about this last time and there is not an official cocktail yet for Pinehurst. Is there going to be one by the time the open comes in a couple of years? For the Woodford? Uh, no, just in general, like the Pinehurst cocktail, you know? Well, we do have, do? I mean, okay. we do have signature cocktails throughout the property. Mm -hmm. So each restaurant kind of has their version of like the Ryder Cup is a Carolina peach tea. Okay. Um, which is essentially um, okay. almost every liquor in the well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, the North-South has its bourbon and bubbles. Um, the Deuce has its, the, the Deuce um, cocktail. So everybody has their own signature cocktail, but there's no Pinehurst signature cocktail. Okay. We have to work on that. Yeah, like the Derby's yeah, got the mint julep, right? You guys need your. And maybe it's a mint, or maybe it's a Woodford cocktail. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think it's. I think it's got to be. Bavillard, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, you go. Well, I mean, I think you got a lot of cool things. I mean, th just think about the. Um, uh, all the pine references uh, mm -hmm. that kind of come with the area. So I could kind of see, uh, Oh, that's, I, I got to think about that one in a minute, but I mean that, so the pine references, so you could do a riff on a Boulevardier with like uh, an Amaro with kind of that herbally uh, earthy. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it could be uh, it could be a Boulevardier riff. I, I don't know what you would, replace Campari with? Cause I, I think you'd want to use something a little bit different. I, I don't know if anybody's making those, uh, those kind of spirits locally. Um, I don't think broad branch does anything like that. What's that? I said, I like your thought process. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, in, in, in kind of 
sticking with, you know, what's, what's around and what's local and what's fun. I mean, I, I think you got some good stuff. So Woodford obviously is going to be the base spirit, but uh, you know, some kind of local Amaro, if there's an Amaro maker around there, I don't know. Is, is there a monastery around? <laughs> I, well, I mean, we, there's one down the street for me in Atlanta, well, not down the street, but you know, not too far in Atlanta. I mean, they make some great beer and some great wine. So, I mean, there could be, uh, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? That'll be the next thing in Pinehurst. Next, uh, <laughs> now you heard it. Heard it here first. Uh, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, so? No more snow. We are we done with the snow up there? You think? Oh, uh, I wouldn't say hopefully. I would like to have one more. Uh, one more good snow. Like if we're getting a snow, it better be a lot. Yeah, if we get yeah. one more snow, I want it to it's be like two feet, and then I want it to snow two feet on Friday, gone by Monday, and then like hit me that summertime. Well, the pictures yeah. that you guys post on on social when the snows are amazing, yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. We've gotten more snow this year than we have in, in years. It's it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's, uh, I know we've asked you a lot of don't, don't we, you know, what can't we miss, but yeah, I, I don't know that there's, I think once you're, once you're at Pinehurst, right, there's a lot of golfing and then there's, if you drink, there could be a lot of drinking and, mm-hmm. and you could kind of get glossed over in, uh, like the, Oh, Hey, will you miss that? What, what's like a don't miss. And it doesn't have to be that we you've named some restaurants and some places to go drink, but what's a, like, what, is there a landmark or so? I mean, obviously the brewery, right. I mean, with, uh, right. just the, the history and the, the old, um, I don't know, what do you, the steam, uh, steam pipe that's, or it's not a pipe, but, uh, the, uh, you know what I'm talking about out front. Yeah. Yeah. Smokestack. Yeah. Smokestack. smokestack. Sorry. Yes. The smokestack. But uh, is there anything else? And, and, you know, I, I don't know, maybe you drive by everything all the time. So it kind of, but then is there, is there something that kind of sticks in your mind is like, Oh, Hey man, I forgot about that. Hmm. And so, that's always a good answer. No, I mean, there's so much to do. And I think, you know, when you come here, you just think of golf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people. Um, and I think what we've done really good over probably the last 15 or 20 years is, um, almost essentially humanizing the property and welcoming more families and more um, couples and making it more of a couple retreat and a family retreat as well. So we just redid um, last year our lake property and we have a super cool lake with a super cool beach, um, a nice cabana restaurant um, and a lot of fun activities on the lake that a lot of people that come here, they don't know about. so that's a fun activity. Um, it's kind of off property, so you get to see the community a little bit as you travel there. Um, so that's kind of neat. That's a hidden, I would say that's a hidden gem. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, because for me, I mean, the next time I'm there, I, I want I want a croquet match. But I, 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 I haven't played, accepted. I, I haven't played croquet in forever, but I would love, I mean, like just the, you know, I mean, you look at the golf course and how it's manicured or the golf courses, I should say, and how it's manicured and everything that's going on. Well, I mean, other than the, uh, other than the clubhouse itself, uh, and the Carolina hotel, like one of the first things you see when you get out of your car and you're walking up, it's the croquet court. Yeah. I guess it's, it's the court, right? Center, yeah. I've yeah. never croqueted either. So when you come here, maybe we can all go croquet. Well, I, yeah, I, I'd have when I was a, when I was a kid, but I, I mean, I'm sure I like that was in East Tennessee, man. I'm sure we didn't play it correctly. So I, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know how it goes. So I, I'll read up on it a little bit, but I'll be hundred. So, sounds like you're uh, you may be into croquet. So actually, I'm not thinking of croquet. I'm thinking of, is it lawn bowling? Lawn bowling. So I've done the lawn bowling here. That is an absolute blast. Bocce ball. Never played bocce ball, but we've got the lawn bowling. I've never played croquet, though. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Maybe we can, uh, we can all do that. It could, yeah, it could be a first for, uh, for all. It's been so long for me. It'll be like a first. What, Dalton, are you a croquet man? <laughs> Uh, um, you a croquet babe? Uh, no, no, I don't think that I ever participated in croquet. Okay, well, the, w- will you participate in croquet with us? I would be down to participate in croquet. Absolutely. I think right. he has. To. I think he has to. <laughs> it's like if you ask the question, the answer is yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, he's out there playing croquet. Like all the members walking up, think Brad Pitt's out, and you know, playing croquet out front. You know. 
I think it's a win-win for all of us, really. I'm just wondering if if Dalton's playing croquet, is he going to go hair up or hair down? Ooh. Oh, hair down. I, I was going to say it's going to be hair down. I think it's like I think we got a fresh wash. We've got uh, we've got it combed out, and we're like right. uh, oh, like in- intimidating yeah. man. I mean, he's bringing absolutely. it. Yes. <laughs> I can see him in the all white. I'm thinking. Uh, what's oh. I, have to disagree. I have to disagree with everything being said right now. Basically, what Dalton just said was yes. Yeah, I'm gonna have to write him up if he doesn't show up. <laughs> this has become a work trip at this point. <laughs> hair, hair down at Wimbledon White. There we go. This is uh, this is called Q1 uh, planning meeting. Exactly. <laughs> see. Uh, okay, so uh, but so uh, back to uh, back to business. So with with everything that's you got a lot of beers coming up. Uh, we got you got a lot of new or a lot of beers that are on the rotation that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of new beers. Do you ever collaborate with anybody? Uh, are there are there folks that ever like? Uh, hey, we're gonna let, let's do something together. Yeah, so I've I've got a bunch of friends that work in the industry. Whether it's you know mostly on the East Coast, uh, I got a lot of friends in Charlotte, some in Florida that we're hoping to collaborate with soon once traveling kind of frees up a little bit. Um, but we've been really trying to focus on inwards uh, inward staff collaborations. So David Galinsky, who was former our, our head golf pro, um, did a collaboration with us, and it kind of sparked this idea of getting people. There's so many employees that we have on property. And then just having someone to come down and, and spitball ideas, you know, maybe it's, maybe you thought of something that I would have never thought of, or, you know, maybe it's a terrible idea and I tell you that and that's fine. And we, you know, but we were sitting on the bar one day and he's like, we should do a, has he ever thought about doing a strawberry rhubarb beer? And I was like, no, but let's do it. And he was like, really? And it's one of our highest rated fruit beers awesome. since doors of oats. Awesome. Uh, so wow. it's, it turned out to be this like really cool idea that I think people are kind of maybe not intimidated, but like, don't want to be like, go tell chef to make, you know, but it's, it's more of like this, all ideas are always open. Whatever you got, just spit, like, whether it's a beer name, an idea name, a fruit, you know, anything, you know, I'm, I'm always ears for, for anything and everything. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that a new creation? Like, would that have been in the tank in say, uh, late November? It was, uh, no, that's new. I that's mean, that's new. That was that was definitely after we saw you guys. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that was December. Yeah, you were working on something uh, allegedly. Allegedly, you were working on allegedly. something that was that was in a tank that uh, wasn't quite ready yet. But I, I think there may have been a sample passed around. May may not have been. No, just, may just have saying. been. It was a good night. Uh, it, it was a great night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely wonderful. Uh, Dan. No, I think I, I asked all the questions I had for you guys. No, I really appreciate everything, uh, the, the hospitality from November and, you know, the discussion today. I think you guys have got great stuff going on. I think Laura's restaurant is absolutely beautiful and fabulous. So, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, you have, that's a must go to when you go into Pinehurst is that mm-hmm. place for sure. Yeah. So um, where do people find Pinehurst and uh, how do we get there? How do we get your beer? What's, uh, what's, what's going on? So short plane ride to Raleigh RDU, mm-hmm. <laughs> short car ride from Raleigh to Pinehurst, about an hour. Um, and we're in the land of the pines. It's peaceful here. It's quiet. It's tranquil. Um, it's the Disneyland of golf. And um, you can find our beer all over property. Um, and all the beers that Hunter makes will be always on tap in house here. So Come and see us. And try the barbecue, by the way. I hear it's really good. Try the barbecue. Try the, barbecue. Try the pizzas. The food is great, too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What, uh, do you got a favorite? Uh, what, what's the favorite? What do you, what's your go-to barbecue? You, you go on ribs? You go on uh, brisket? Where, where are you heading? Well, we have ribs Monday and Tuesday nights, so you definitely have to have the ribs if you're in town on either one of those nights. Um my go-to is the pork brisket. I love the brisket, but I think our smoked sausage is extremely uh, underrated. Yes. I love our smoked sausage so much. It's, yes. I think a lot of people see the brisket, they see the pulled pork, the smoked chicken. And then I think sausage is kind of the underdog, and I'm, I'm a big underdog fan. All right. Dalton? Coffee leaded. I'm going to have to do some <laughs> Smoked sausage? 
just because the smoked sausage with our IPA mustard, that's very good. You can't, you can't have a better pairing than, than that. I agree with that. Nice. I go, I go smoked sausage, brisket, chopped chicken. <clears throat> Don't forget about the smoked turkey. Smoked sausage, smoked chicken. What, what are you pairing? So I, I, we got two votes for the smoked sausage. What beer are you pairing <laughs> with the smoked sausage? I'm going smoked sausage with the West Coast IPA. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going, nice. I'm going and to further that, I'm going smoked sausage with the IPA mustard, a little bit of sweetness cut with the bitterness of the West Coast IPA. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to actually leave here and go to the restaurant and actually work I, I, it. I, I know. I'm like, I'm jealous, man. I'm like, shit, I'm hungry now. <laughs> How far is uh, the flight from Raleigh? Uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's probably quicker to do Well, it's the same amount of time to drive and I control my own destiny at that point. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but you know, uh, no, but we're, we're definitely looking forward to getting back up and seeing you all. Um, you know, I will, we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll be messaging and trying to figure out uh, a connection and uh, see what we can get back up to uh, to make a visit. Uh, when's uh, when's the new Woodford? I know you don't give specific oh, dates, boy, uh, but like, what's uh, is there an expected uh, like yeah. fall, spring? Yeah, what's the so um, the cradle crossing will be here in March, so about three weeks to a month, um, and number four will follow in April. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll have number four for April, May, and June, and then we'll follow with number five from there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. What did we miss? Anything else you guys want to share, or folks want to share? I feel like you covered it all. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank yeah. you. It's been good. Yeah, you can get some collaborate, uh, some collaboration ideas next time you come down. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I got plenty rolling around in my head, so uh, I, I won't bore everybody with those, but, uh, I mean, I could see like a birdies and beer thing uh, on its way, you know, just, yeah. just that's what I'm saying. I mean, you got the name, the name's already done. I mean, come on. Just, just so. saying. Just yeah. ooh, it's I, not I mean, done what, now, Hunter. I mean, well, it's, I wouldn't say done. So, but. I mean, if you haven't seen us play yet, it's kind of bogeys and bourbon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Martha says anyway. At Tobacco Road. Uh, no, no, I, I, I'm really thinking one of those uh, bourbon barrel aged beers. I mean, it's, okay. Yeah. So I got, got, yeah. got, to, I've got the, the wheels are spinning, man. Wheels are spinning. There you go. I need some more barrel experience. Um, Ah, good, good note. Good note. I'll have to get into dress and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll work on that, man. So, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll let y'all get back to it. Uh, Hey, I'll say thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Uh, once again, a pleasure and, uh, looking forward to, uh, to doing this in person and get back up your way. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. Right. Cheers. See y'all. Dalton, get your beer up here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, <all> right? <laughs> Cheers. See you guys. Bye.